0: Father God, would you please speak through my very weak and foolish words. And would you help us to hear your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) Would you please be seated. Well, we're remembering and uh, thinking about uh, the Apostle Luke. Luke was a doctor. Uh, he, we're told in Colossians chapter 4, verse 14, Paul writes about him as Luke, the beloved physician. Luke was a companion of Paul. And he writes about, uh, he not only writes about Paul's journeys and Jesus' life as a, sort of a, as somebody who has heard the story but if you're reading through the Acts of the Apostles and you get to Acts chapter 20, up to Acts 20, Paul has, uh, Luke has been writing, they, that is Paul and his companions, did this or did that. And then in Luke chapter 20, verse 4, he changes and suddenly it becomes, we did this, we did that. And you'll discover that the stories take on a real eyewitness account. Why? Because... He was a companion of Paul and we read in in Timothy how he was there with Paul right at the end of Paul's ministry. He's a writer, I've already spoken that, said about that. He wrote the Gospel of Luke and he also wrote Acts of the Apostles. Not everybody is aware of that but there are two volumes, Luke and Acts. Two volumes written by Luke and he is a missionary He has a passion for making Jesus known and he has a passion for the word of God. At the very beginning of his gospel in Luke, he talks about how he talks about how he has spoken with those who are not apostles. He describes them as servants of the word and in the Acts of the Apostles, he doesn't really get excited about church growth. He gets excited about how the word of God grows, how the message of God grows. And in Luke chapter 10, Luke speaks of mission, the sending of 70. And these 70 are called by Jesus to go out and to preach. And they're to preach a very simple message. It's the message that Jesus gave them. They're to go into a town or a village. They're to go to somebody's house. And this is the message that they are to preach peace to this house. Peace to this house. That's all we're told that they're to preach. I'm sure they said a few more words. <coughs> but shalom, completeness, wholeness, healing. It's a message which many of us need to hear today. We live in a time of uncertainty. Nobody really knows what is going to happen next. There's deep anxiety. We're anxious about plans. What should we do? What shouldn't we do? We're anxious about those we love. For many of us, those who we love are far away. For, for, for some of you here you're not able to get to them and we're anxious. We're anxious about our work and about our income. Will my job survive another lockdown if there is another lockdown? We're anxious about health and the health of those we love and care for. For some for some, the isolation that they have been in really effectively since the beginning of April, because they're in vulnerable categories. For some, it's turning into despair. And, um, uh, you know, and, and, and we're beginning to think, will I ever, ever be able to see people again? Will life ever get back to normal, whatever that was? And we need to hear that message of the 70. Peace be to you and peace to your house. Of course, if I just turn up at your house and say, peace be with you, the most that it really means is that I am telling you not to worry because I'm not coming to harm but I'm coming to bring blessing. But what these messengers are saying is far more than that. The preachers of this message are heralds of the Prince of Peace. Notice that Jesus sends them on ahead of him to go where he is going. They come in peace and they preach peace, and he comes in peace and he preaches peace. That's what the angels declare to the shepherds when he is born, when the Son of God is born on earth. They come to the shepherds and they say, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those among whom he is well pleased. When Zechariah, when John the Baptist is born, Zechariah, his father, sings a hymn of praise to God. And he speaks about how this child, how Jesus, will lead our our feet into the paths of peace. Now, we're not talking here about the sort of peace that we get by doing breathing exercises or meditation or by taking medication although of course all those things are and can be a real real gift of God for us but we are speaking of I suppose a richer kind of peace five things first of all it's a peace an objective peace peace with God If we welcome the messengers of Jesus who say peace to this house, then we welcome the one who sends them. We welcome him as the one who can give objective peace that we are okay with God. Jesus Christ came to bring peace, to reconcile us to God. We were enemies of God. We had rebelled against God. That's what sin is. It's living in a self-direction and not in a God-direction. We were cut off from God. But Jesus, the Son of God, came from God to us. He died for our sins so that we could know him, As our Lord and our Saviour and our friend and so that we could know God as our Heavenly Father so that we could pray our Father in heaven the messengers are telling us that because of Jesus God's face is turned towards us not in anger but in love so don't think that you need to cower away from god don't think that you need to earn god's approval or love you can't and that is not the way of peace instead we receive the message of god's peace of his forgiveness of his love just as those first listeners received the message of peace they received it (coughs) as a gift Secondly, this is a peace as well that includes people. You see, when the messengers say peace to this house, they are being quite literal. When we welcome Jesus, then we're welcoming the one who can bring peace, reconciliation, healing and blessing to our relationships. Even our relationships in our families, where they've all gone pear-shaped. Jesus offers a new way of living. It's a way of living that is based on forgiveness, on the fact that we have all received forgiveness, and therefore we are set free to say sorry and free to forgive. And when we receive the message of peace, that God is looking at us and that God delights in us in who we are we're set free from the need to try to prove ourselves or to stand up for our rights or to say I matter because we do matter and we begin to realise That there is nothing that can separate us from his love. And we begin to realise that all things work together for the good, for those who love him. And that actually should release us. It should release us into being gentle and gracious. I love that verse where, where Peter says, always be prepared to share the hope that you have in you. But do it with gentleness and respect. Remember, we're told in 1 Corinthians 13 that love is patient and kind. And in Philippians chapter 4, at the end of Philippians 4, where Paul is talking about peace in in a beautiful, beautiful way, he begins that section by saying, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Why can we be gentle and patient with others? Because God is near to us. God is in control. God is there. And Paul goes on to say then, that the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds. In Christ Jesus that objective peace we have peace with God that relational peace that peace that peace with creation it's a message for all of creation for our relationship with creation the future coming kingdom of God is one where all things will be in harmony as we follow Jesus so his Holy Spirit can transform not just how we see other people, but how we see this world that he has, in which he has, which he has given to us. Uh, I've been reading recently about St. Sergius of Radonezh, uh the 14th century uh, Russian, uh, Russian starets, Russian, uh, uh, um, really Russian teacher uh, of, the, of the faith here. He went as a young man into the forest and we're told that he had a real fear of the beasts and yet there's the well-known story of how he ends up sharing his bread with bears now now that story is just a glimpse just a glimpse of the old testament vision of the future kingdom of god when we're told that the wolf will lie down with the lamb and the child will play over the adder's nest it's a vision of a creation that is restored of a creation that is at peace with itself and then this message of peace is about the inner peace of the holy spirit that peace which passes understanding That peace which comes from being filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the love of God. Now a word of caution here. If you are living a fully authentic Christian life, seeking to be obedient to the Lord Jesus, open to his Holy Spirit, receiving his love and his forgiveness as a gift, not trying to earn it, There may well be times when you experience and encounter the peace of God, but certainly not always. Jesus was stressed. Jesus was really stressed. In Luke chapter 12, verse 50, Jesus says, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptised and what stress I am under until it is completed. He was the son of God and he knew stress. And uh, we get stressed. I got really stressed about this particular talk because as of last night... Late last night, it just wasn't coming. I just didn't know what I was going to say. And I'm somebody I struggle with last-minute stuff. Uh, and, And, of course, there are times when everything happens. Emma Marie knows that, and Sasha, when they were busy minding their own business and it was raining very hard, and suddenly the entire contents of the roof... Uh, 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 of, their, of, their, of, their, of their flats, um, decided to um, empty itself into their flat. I suspect there wasn't that much peace around, just at that particular moment. There may have been, but uh, no, there wasn't. <laughs> um, and there are times when we are afraid, and there are times when we face conflict, Sometimes that conflict is necessary. When we have to stand up for the truth, for the vulnerable, when we have to challenge what is wrong. I hate conflict. I will do anything to avoid conflict. And yet I know there are times when I need to step into conflict because actually it is right. The Old Testament prophets knew that. And I thank God for incredibly courageous women and men who have taken a stand for something that they know is right and true. There are times when we have to step out in faith and do something, go somewhere, go through something that, that, that sort of absolutely um, that, that, that strips us and makes us just so anxious and nervous. And there are times when we have to, because we are Christians, note that because we are Christians, deal with the inner demons, when we have to go to those dark places. Maybe if we weren't Christians, we really wouldn't bother about it. But actually, as we follow the Lord Jesus, so he takes us into the wilderness, so that we start to deal with them, so that ultimately we can be set free. And yes, maybe we will be aware of the presence of God with us, and maybe we won't be. And when we are not aware of the presence of God or the peace of God with us, then we need to hold on to the fifth aspect of peace. And that is the hope of peace. The hope of the peace of the coming kingdom. When we will be with the Lord Jesus in paradise. When Jesus returns and the kingdom of God is fully established. I've spoken from these verses today about the message of peace. I could have spoken about the messengers of peace, the 70. They're called to live that peace, to trust God completely. They're released to be fully dependent on him. But I suspect that's another talk for another time. My brothers and sisters maybe we are very anxious maybe we feel overwhelmed maybe we feel isolated maybe we feel scared and fearful listen to the message today the 70 come and say peace to you and your house jesus comes and says peace to you peace to you and your home He came and he said peace to this world. Hear him say that. You are okay with God. You are okay. If you could see God's face, he is looking at you as he would look at his beloved son, the Lord Jesus. He is looking at you with a radiant, radiant face you are okay with God receive it as a gift and if as you welcome the messengers and you welcome Jesus himself you do not yet experience that inner peace don't despair it will come for the time hold on hold on to the objective peace the fact that we are at peace with God The fact that his kingdom of peace is coming. So listen to these words. Peace to you. Peace to you. Peace to you. And your home.